Hi, I'm Shamali Khera and welcome to my podcast Daughters of Tomorrow. In this podcast we feature some phenomenal women who are writing the new norms or may I say rewriting the new norms. These are also women who are raising the daughters of tomorrow who are not just empowered themselves but are paving a unique way for our empowered daughters. These women are way ahead of their times and have inspiring journeys to share. Joining me in today's episode is the bubbly, vivacious internet sensation Tanaya Narendra, also popularly known as Dr. Cutris. She is the host of the popular podcast The Dr. Cutris Podcast, which is dominating the charts on most platforms. Hi Tanaya, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. First of all, big props and respect for the content you're putting out there for doing medical education with the way you are. What prompted you to actually go that way? Uh, thank you so much. Uh, I feel like uh, after seeing medicine the way it's taught in India, then I did my master's in the UK and then I uh, registered as a doctor to practice in the UK. And one thing that stood out to me was it's, it's such a small thing that when the doctors there would talk to their patients they would instead of telling them ki aapko ye bimari hai aur aapke aapke liye hum ye karne wale hain they would say here is the condition you have sit and explain that condition and then say these are your options what would you like hmm. now hmm. the existence of options is not something i had known hmm. and um, that really changed the way i saw medicine and i saw my own practice hmm. and i realized that I can offer people questions but if they don't know anything about their bodies how are they going to make that educated decision and that's where kind of like my passion for medical education stemmed in and yeah well that's my whole life now <laughs> fantastic and so the idea of having informed decisions for the audience and for indians in general which are so right uh, the way medicine is taught actually i won't be surprised if people sleep through half the lectures but you're making it so fun i would have never thought uh, that the topics that you're choosing can actually be spoken about in such fun manner you are vocal about a lot of things be it from the size of the breast to clitoris to busting period myths um when you were going that way and you decided that what was the reaction of your close uh, friends and family family was very supportive uh most friends were very supportive some people didn't like it but as they saw some of their own questions being answered i suppose mm. i think um curiosity is bigger than disgust more often than not wow so they were just so thrilled to find answers that maybe they had been looking for but didn't find it in the right language or in the mm. maybe in the way it made sense to them that mm. eventually they got over what they felt about mm. me or my work mm. and uh To be honest it's been a very supportive journey I can't complain. Mm. And there is some tangible impact that you've been making there. I recently read about the HPV virus uh, and the vaccine that you've been talking about and you have inspired a lot of people to actually go and get the vaccine is that right? That's the biggest win of my life. I'm so thrilled that uh, that more and more people are being protected from a very preventable cancer which unfortunately hasn't had a lot of discussion on it. Mm. So mm. I think <laughs> not trying to jinx this but i can die now the it's my okay my, my my life is done <laughs> my <happy>. work <laughs> amazing my work here is done but no we want to see so much of that uh, you know where it comes from let's take a step back uh, you grew up in a household where both your parents were working at a time when women were not working so much your mother's a doctor and she was working as well how do you think that impacted you while growing up i have very strong feminist ideals in my i've been very privileged to have those in my life 
my mother grew up in a village and in the stereotypical fashion mm-hmm. 20 km school pedal chal ke jana uh-huh. hota tha and then it became so difficult that you know once my mother was like 14 13 14 there's 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 a threat there's the very imminent threat of sexual assault mm-hmm. you know if you have to cross through a jungle to go to your school so my nana got quite fed up and he was my my mom's dadi was so insistent ki ladki padhegi mm-hmm. back in the 50s and 60s wow. that my nana built a school there mm. so that mama could finish class 10 mm. and then he sent her off to like lucknow so she could study from coming from a village so i feel like when i've seen these kind of um, inspirational figures in mm. my life jo logo ke kuch at, at some point in life awakening hoti hai na ki aurat to bahut strong hoti hai <laughs> meri awakening nahi thi that was the very baseline i was ah, given that yeah. women are incredible and they do incredible things and they have just undescribable grit mm. and determination mm. and that was normal for you that was very normal for me mm. and i'm i i now realize that that's not the norm for most mm. people but mm. i'm so glad that that's how it was for me mm. fantastically put you know you work in the field of fertility so closely in day to day life you must be interacting with so many women who are you know in the middle of figuring what to do and how to go forward in their fertility journey how do you think women are putting that as a basis of priority in terms of also wanting to build a career but also wanting to enter the journey of motherhood i think it's changed very in a very nice direction where people finally have more autonomy hmm. um the fact that people could be voluntarily child free or could delay their pregnancy depending on when they felt prepared to do mm. it is not a concept that existed maybe 20 25 years ago mm. and now more and more women and more and more couples and more and more families are being empowered to have the ability to make that decision and i find that very exciting mm. um which obviously has had you know different consequences because unfortunately the biology goes against this and yeah. we're, we're primed to have children at a slightly earlier age mm. um you know 20s are the best time essentially mm. biologically I'm glad that this is coming at a time where there's so much technological advancement where people can find support hmm. and can socially delay their fertility if hmm. they like or not have children at all if they hmm. like and finally have have the ability to make that decision so hmm. it's quite um, heartwarming to see I guess Right you're so right what you earlier said it's such a catch 22 that 20s is a biological right time apparently to have kids uh, with the way the human biology is made but that is really the time when women are striving to also uh, make careers to not uh, be children themselves to be honest <laughs> <laughs> to get out of that absolutely yeah. do you see uh, women also wanting to opt out or men and women wanting to opt out of uh, having a family completely i mean i work at a fertility center so that's <laughs> maybe not my target audience but uh, when i see that in my instagram so hmm. the social media work i do hmm. i get a lot of couples that um, talk to me there's a whole child free community on uh, on reddit so there's like subreddits for this child free community india hmm. so this I don't want to call this a trend but um this autonomy is finally coming in mm. and more and more people are actively voluntarily taking that decision mm. so it's it's a it's a bit of a long way away until it becomes like a very normalized thing mm. but it's definitely there it's definitely so it's so great to know that that option is always there uh and uh, you can always choose but having said that you know uh we live in india india is like the land of varus like literally uh women are pressurized into when is the, literally you're married and you're like so when is the first grandchild coming or when do we have you know the first kid in the family and that's a question that i have witnessed personally even though i come from a great educated background i'm sure you've probably witnessed it uh do you think uh women in 
all or some sects at least have some level of uh, uh, you know uteral authority as such over deciding or do you think they like give in to that pressure i think it depends i think simultaneously we live in like several indias at the same time there's this True. india where you and i are having this conversation hmm. as a matter of choice whereas at the same time there's another india where people cannot wear these kind of clothes and have these kind of have have conversations friends. yeah you know like you're just inside your house and i'm not that's not to say that their life is worse off or mine is worse off in any way it's just it's simultaneously so different and so diverse at the hmm. same time some people have a lot of autonomy and a lot of non paternalistic attitude in mm. a lot of ways mm. but i feel like at the end of the day no matter what socio economic strata you belong to there is an inherent pressure on women to mm. reproduce um there is this you know khushkhabri kab de rahe ho question <laughs> know, hanging right? like a sword over your head <laughs> all the time and i see that so often in my practice mm. as well that you know very young people who just got married maybe like 6 months ago so many of our patients come to us ki 4 mahine se koshish kar rahe hain 4 mahine pehle shaadi hui hai 4 mahine se koshish kar rahe hain bachcha nahi ho raha hai hame infertility ka ilaj karana hai to there is wow the next natural step in a lot of ways after mm. you know you do school you do college you do you get a job then you give that job up you get married now you make babies and now you take care of those babies now that's the rest of your life um <laughs> and that predetermined path is imposed on most women to be honest mm. and i feel like as, as women we tend to lose our individuality i'm a big fan of like people wanting to become mothers and i'm very happy to support them mm. there but we also need to recognize that women give up incredible opportunities and incredible lives because mm. they get stuck in a care- caregiver role mm. uh, without much support from other people mm. that is so well said predetermined paths is something that we want to you know put women away from or at least let them know that they do have a choice if they do want to go ahead or no what is that one thing or do you think this is something that couples should uh, definitely talk about before getting into a relationship or before getting married absolutely it's a very significant life decision as it's as significant as whether or not you want to live in the same country you know hum kundli undli milate rehte hain ye sab nahi milate important cheez hai how true uh, how how much is your life compatibility fitting with each other and mm. children are such an impactful decision on your life mm. and the course your life is going to mm. take mm. um which is why this this when when people start dating and they're like you know is this when you define the relationship mm. i feel like you should de- define the uterus relationship also like early <laughs> on in your How significant true. relationship <laughs> very true uh, this is what um, i don't get and i want to understand from you have you come across cases where um, between uh, within a couple one partner is like i want um you know i want to have kids and the other says i don't and how do you navigate that situation yourself i we've seen that very often mm. um it's usually one partner's not prepared to have a child right now because they don't feel financially or emotionally mm. ready um or sometimes it's also that the other partner just doesn't want children at all which is also fair it's a completely mm. fair choice and a very mm. valid choice unfortunately more often than not it just becomes a compromise because mm. the want of a child is such a significant emotion mm. you know when people want a child that that biological impulse that we've carried with us for thousands for for millennia true it takes over your sense of self it takes over your view of the world everything that you see mm. you see from a lens of having a child and i see that working in a fertility clinic the way mm. families come to us and cry mm. and go through repeated invasive 
often painful and extremely expensive procedures again and again and again and again just so mm. that they can have that child Hmm. So if one person is completely losing their mind, you can't be cruel and be like, "Nay, I won't give it. Go." So I, I think more often than not, it results in compromise from one partner, which is why it's so important to have that discussion beforehand. Correct. You're right. It's such a deep-rooted desire that until years back, we didn't even know we had a choice. Like it was like obviously, "Karna to padega." One or two was the question generally. But now I love that we are arriving at such uh, uh, you know conversations where they are like, "We may be child-free." and that may be a decision uh, what do you have to uh, say to that when you know couples are consciously today making that decision i know of someone who's uh, you know taken a 4 bhk and built it into 2 bhk with two walk-in closets no guest rooms no kids rooms because he's very sure they're never going to have kids for life yeah. that's the level of clarity so uh, what would your advice be to you know couples who are considering going child free I think it's great if you've actively made that decision and you're, you know, mentally there. What one needs to be careful of is the fact that, unfortunately, not having a child for women, especially, or not, and not breastfeeding, ups your risk of certain medical conditions. Mm, mm. So, estrogen is a hormone that we all normally really like, mm. but a lot of exposure to estrogen, unmitigated exposure to mm. estrogen, can mm. lead to certain health conditions. Mm. So, for example, if you've never breastfed, if you've never had a child, your risk of breast cancer is higher. Mm. I hate mm. that this is the fact but this is the mm. fact. So in this case I would say be more proactive about your health. Mm. Now you have your your resources are a little bit less finite now. Now you have the ability to channel your uh, time and your uh, money and your resources into mm. being more proactive about your health. Mm. So if this is a conscious decision you are taking be very clear on seeing your doctor more often be very clear on prioritizing your overall health get regular exercise i mean that everybody i would say that to every single person that walks in that exercise nutrition sleep stress these are important pillars right. of your health but you have to be a little bit more proactive in that case and um, good luck it sounds like a wonderful decision if that works for you hmm. <laughs> And how do you suggest they break this to the family? Because I'm sure oh, there's yeah. going to be a lot of background music. It sounds like a movie climax. <laughs> how do you suggest they do that? Uh, I will not uh, touch open that can of worms. <laughs> it's. I think it's a very difficult decision, very mm. difficult conversation to have. I am voluntarily child free, mm. and my mother refuses to accept it. And my brother was a very progressive woman. Like I, I don't know somebody from that era as progressive and as. forward thinking is her mm. but this she can't sit mm. sit with you know that i, I think as doctors we're trained to appreciate the marvel of the human body right it's so bizarre again as somebody voluntarily child free mm. it's so bizarre if somebody decides it goes against all evolutionary thought we've had that you know i do not want to pass on my genes to the next uh, mm. generation everything we do has an evolutionary basis mm. more often than not resulting in wanting to pass on your genes to your future generation be mm. it the fact that we have breasts mm. so we can show the other partner that hey man i'm available now and you know <laughs> I'm, i'm sexually mature and we can bang and have a kid that's true be it the way we compete for food resources be it the way mm. animals behave so many things are so inherently dependent the, the very crux of human human not not human the very crux of most existence is this infinite desire to pass on your genes to the mm, next generation after and after and after mm. so it almost feels 
unnatural in some way when somebody says nahi nahi karna hai mm-hmm. so it's a big battle to fight right i don't know how one fights it because i'm fighting it myself mm-hmm. uh, and it, it it is a bit of an uphill challenge but hopefully as this becomes more and more normalized and more and more people enthusiastically embrace this mm-hmm. it should get easier with time fantastic that is so well said because you know i i think there is this whole um, evolutionary thing even for our parents and grandparents to watch uh, the childhood of their kids and uh, um, make those comparisons or you were exactly like this or she <laughs> looks just like you or he looks just like those are the stories they like apparently live for so uh but all props to people who you know like you decide that this is the uh, autonomy of my life and this is what i've decided and it's uh, i call it it's the growth that they have to do or the journey growth journey that they have to be on because it's a decision that you have taken and at the end of the day our body our choice i think it's also rem- important to remember that people who are voluntarily child free are also allowed to change their mind hmm. because if somebody changes their mind they're like oh apne to bahut gana gaya tha abhi kya ho gaya and that happens a lot you know yeah. a lot with patients that come in and they're like you know at 30 they're like nahi nahi chahiye nahi hmm. chahiye and at 35 they come in with this like yearning for mm-hmm. a child mm-hmm. so they're allowed to change their mind it's a completely valid choice just as we're allowed to grow as human beings throughout life you're allowed to change your mind on whether or not you want to involve a whole child in your life yeah a whole child exactly it's an entire human being who's uh, who's everything you are pretty much uh, yearning and going after you're feeding and you're just not feeding you're making a personality so 100% it's a massive massive decision what would your advice be to uh, daughters of tomorrow you know who are looking for this sort of empowerment to make those decisions about their body their mind and to just uh, have this level of autonomy that you and i are right now so easily talking about what would be your advice and message to them educate yourself and empower yourself um not just about you know your career and all of that educate yourself about your body it is one thing that will be with you for the rest of your life so learn about it learn about what feels right to you in your body where mm. things feel wrong to you see a doctor mm. i think healthcare is something we only that only comes to our mind when something has gone wrong mm. you know you don't uh, if if you have a very fancy car if you have a lamborghini you're not just going to take it jab uska tire puncture ho jayega you're going to do regular maintenance on it and that's how we should treat our bodies mm. it's the most precious and wonderful commodity we have educate yourself about your body learn what you want so that you're able to make that informed decision about what you want to do with your body mm. and your life mm. and um, economic empowerment has to come first pyar mohabbat bahut achhi baatein hain aayengi kabhi na kabhi life mein <laughs> but don't make that a goal in life mm. just make yourself a priority and a goal in your life fantastic that's what i love to hear i love that you put uh, the economic independence part there because that is so important for women like you earlier chartered the predetermined path uh, for women uh, it's never said pehle aap independent ho jao fir ladka dhoondo fir shaadi karo aur fir bachcho it's always like first you get married <laughs> become someone else's problem then you get and do someone whatever you want problem. yeah <laughs> But uh, that was such uh, an insightful conversation, uh, Taneya or Doctor Cutris. <laughs> um, thank you so much for opening up so many topics with us, and you know, making a leeway for uh, the future daughters of tomorrow to actually be able to listen to and think about uh, all these decisions that we are making today. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure, and it's been such a wonderful conversation. <laughs> thank you. Well that's all for today. Hope you found this conversation inspiring just like I did. 
Tune in for a fresh episode every Friday on Binge Pods, Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your audio content from. You can also connect with me on my Instagram handle at the rate shamuli.khera and if you still haven't share this with all the daughters of tomorrow.